Hello and welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Stephen Robles. And this is Nate Baranowski. This is Cecily Stiglitz. This is Jacob Baranowski. And today we conclude our epic Disney song bracket crowning our champion. We get into some very difficult matchups as heavy hitters in the Disney canon go against one another. And one of us, I'm not going to say who. It's me. Doesn't get his song (laughs) in the final four. No, you shouldn't give it away in the intro. Well, you only had one Teaser. song. Teaser. So. There will be <laughs> tears. There will be blood. One will be crowned. All the rest will fall. Find out what happens next on this episode of Movies on the Side, Epic Disney Movie Tournament Edition. Nate, this is part two of our Epic Disney Song Tournament, Your Brainchild, and we have... Our very two special guests with us again. Cecily, welcome back. Thanks for having me. And Jacob, welcome back to you as well. Hello, hello. And this is also, Nate, episode 150. We have reached the big 150. You know, it's an important part in every podcast life to get to 150. Is it? It feels like a lot of episodes, <laughs> Stephen. It does feel like a lot of episodes. And I don't know, but it's been fun. Still going strong. I'm excited we got here. Yeah, and I'm excited that part two of this tournament lands right on 150 because it feels right. Almost like we planned it. Now, I have some follow-up questions. Our listeners responded vibrantly Mm. to our Instagram poll for which movies were better. You know what? Actually, before we even get to that poll, I do have some follow-up questions. You can all weigh in on these. But two things. One, we never specified this, but we're going with all the original movies, not the remakes, as far as the music. Correct? Correct. 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 Okay. And number two, are we including the visual portrayal of the songs in the movies as part of our rating and evaluation? Or are we strictly judging the music audio side of these songs we are judging just the audio okay as if you had never which you this is perfect for you because you have never watched some of these movies so i assume all you've had is the audio but yes this is an audio medium and we are judging it by audio quality okay very good it's hard to disconnect (laughs) it but i would actually argue that it is it is not possible to disconnect Disney songs from their visuals being in a really important part of how we feel about each of these songs, but that's just me. I would say that if you've had enough distance between you and the movie watching, it's sometimes difficult. For example, I have no idea what's happening in the Out There song of Hunchback of Notre Dame. I assume Quasimodo is on a rooftop, but that's about all I can (laughs) assume from it. Okay, so to the poll of our listeners responding to the this or that. We put all of the first eight matchups in our Instagram story poll for at movies on the side. If you don't follow us there, you definitely should. Lots of responses on these movies. And I'll just go through them quickly. Match one was Beauty and the Beast and Cinderella. And probably to no one's surprise, Beauty and the Beast got 93% of the votes. Cinderella got 7%. So yeah. Who had Cinderella? Was that you, Cecily? Yeah. Very sorry. (laughs) Now, match two, a little bit of an upset here. Moana versus Hunchback of Notre Dame. (laughs) Moana got Mm. 78% of the votes. And the one that we chose to move on in the bracket is the Hunchback of Notre Dame with 22%. But I will say, I think you had your millennial votes 
and maybe the uh, whatever the younger generation is after that uh, participating in this poll, Nate, and that's why maybe your Moana won over. But I guarantee those people have not heard all the songs from Hunchback. I feel appropriately vindicated. I'm glad <laughs> that Hunchback moved on. Uh, but as I said to those close to me in my life, I'm surrounded by musical snobs. <laughs> and this podcast is full of people who know music better than I do. It is like, you know, the critics bashing Kong Skull Island, but then everyone else loving Kong Skull Island. That's not true. <laughs> I don't know about everyone. Kong Skull Island is bad. <laughs> yeah, that's not a great example. Match number three, Hercules versus the Jungle Book. To no surprise, Hercules took 78% of the votes. So match four was a close poll. It, it varied throughout the day. It was like watching a sports ball champion finale <laughs> matchup. It was incredible. You're doing it, Steven. <laughs> Thank you. Pocahontas, Pocahontas versus Frozen. It was 52% Pocahontas, 48% Frozen, but that varied. Sometimes Frozen was taking it during the day. That was very interesting. You know, I think that, I think that's right. I've had some time uh-huh, uh-huh. to think about sure. it. I've had some time to heal. <laughs> yeah. I've had some time to acknowledge that Pocahontas is very good. And I think the poll, I think it was correct. I think Pocahontas wins it out. I think, what was it, 53 to 47%? Pocahontas was 52, Frozen 48. Okay. Yeah. I think that's about right. Okay. Match number five, Aladdin with 88%, Frozen 2 with 12%. I think that was expected. <laughs> I'm actually surprised Frozen 2 got that many votes. Oh, well, yeah. Jake voted a lot of times. <laughs> I did. I did vote a lot. <laughs> Aladdin is beloved. That's right, as we will talk about in this episode. But match number six, Little Mermaid got 90% in the votes. Robin Hood, a meager 10%. Kudos to those who even know those songs. (laughs) (laughs) Match number seven, another close call, a battle to the death. It was Mulan and Tangled, and Mulan eked out the win with 51%. Very close. Mm -hmm. Very close. I just also feel like the Disney movies that have remakes – seem to do really well in this Instagram poll because I believe the generational gap and the Disney movies that do not have remakes and maybe are a little on the side, like The Hunchback, I don't think anybody's ever seen them or heard them. And so I think I think that might have swayed the voting. That's just me. Which is a shame because there's some classics in here that people should watch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, in the final matchup, Peter Pan versus The Lion King, Peter Pan got 10%. Lion <laughs> King got 90 So to be expected. I think all of these matchups going forward, are going to be a lot closer and a lot harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're here in the, what do you, what do you call the uh, final eight? Is the crazy eight? <laughs> Is this a card game? Elite eight. The elite eight. So we are down to the elite eight. And the first matchup is Jacob's Beauty and the Beast against my Hunchback of Notre Dame. Jacob, would you like to give an opening statement? Sure. Uh, so just to remind our listeners, uh, the three songs that I chose were the title song, Beauty and the Beast, Be Our Guest, and the incredible exposition song of Bell. I think, too, for this matchup, even though I did, I did speak highly and positively about The Hunchback of Notre Dame, but compared to to Beauty and and the Beast, it just doesn't 
doesn't even come anywhere close. To argue this, I just I just want you to like even though we had it was it was mentioned at the beginning that we shouldn't think about the visuals of these songs blah blah blah. blah. But like <laughs> can you not hear the words be ah guest and not see this incredible display of color and light and magic and words that are incredibly clever and it just it makes you want to get up and and dance and eat food and watch spoons uh, jumping into giant bowls of mush champagne question mark <laughs> mush <laughs> this visual seems to really stick with you uh, Jacob oh my seems goodness vivid. oh it's just like when it comes to like like positive uh, fun uh, party songs I don't think you can get any better than uh, be our mm. guest mm-hmm. all right Stephen your turn while I will agree with Jacob that the fun aspect of those songs, like Be Our Guest and Bell, are fun, for sure, very memorable, obviously Be Our Guest being one of the most memorable songs in our list, I'm actually going to say the Beauty and the Beast song, while Angela Lansbury is a beautiful singer, listening back to it a couple times, I don't know if I prefer it. Uh, but I'll talk about The Hunchback. First of all, hmm. The Hunchback opening, as you said, Jacob, in the last episode, the opening, The Bells of Notre Dame, I listened to it multiple times. And let me just say, this opening song has Gregorian chant, <laughs> has Carmina Barana-style choir, mm-hmm. has the exposition, which, as I was listening to this, Beauty and the Beast, and Mulan, there's like heavy musical vibes, which I really love. You know, I kind of mm-hmm. wish Disney would get back into that. This feels like a musical on stage feeling. Mm-hmm. And you really get that with Bell, and you really get that with the Bells of Notre Dame, no pun intended. Ah. Uh, so I still feel like that's great. Thank you. I did listen back to Out There, and I find it to be a good song. I do agree it is not the strongest of the three. The voice of Quasimodo, you know, I don't know if I prefer it, but... God Help the Outcast, as I began listening to that again. So it's a beautiful song. Mm -hmm. Again, a great message. And I'm just saying the final line of the song is Children of God, which basically means this is a Christian movie. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just, I'm laying that out there. But I feel feel like the Bells of Notre Dame against Be Our Guest slash Bell. I don't know. I feel like that's a close call. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to play a second here. That high note right there, that'll help someone see Jesus. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Sure. Sure. And, 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 and I will use my power as the editor and the one who makes all of this work to also play my awesome songs. Here's a second here. Tick, tick. Morning, monsieur. I got you. I got you. Bookshop. I just finished the most wonderful story about a beanstalk and an ogre and a... That's right. Marie! The baguettes! Marie up! Marie up! Oh, it's a it's a fun song. I'll give you that. I just yeah, if you could the one thing that I would ask is that if you could um play the part of uh Beauty and the Beast where the really big like as the sun will rise and just like have everyone sit in that and just close your eyes and what does it make you feel? Just as sure as the sun will rise. 
sailor's oldest time. Mmm. Perfect. Perfect. I just, yeah, I just, I think that one of the things that I think I'm going to hit over and over today is how these songs make you feel. And just like hearing that, I feel things every single time. All right. Thank you, Stephen and Jacob. But you guys need to... uh, Passion. Give us the jurors, Cecily and I, we need to discuss. So if you guys Mm -hmm. could step over to the corner. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Hey, Cecily, how are you doing? I am doing pretty good, Nate. How about you? I'm doing all right. Um, Between you and me, and not in front of Jacob and Steven's face at all, but (laughs) I am heavily leaning towards Beauty and the Beast, but I think Steven's argument was very good. I just think Belle is just as good as an exposition song as Bells of Notre Dame. And now all I can think about when I hear the bells, the bells, the bells <laughs> is, a bu- is a bunch of the characters from Beauty and the Beast all standing around in Notre Dame. But Cecily, what do you think about these two movies? This is the decision that I feel like I finally kind of have to settle on. I my personal preference is the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. personal choice. Mm-hmm. But I'm also I'm 31 years old. I have lived a little and I appreciate the complexity of the story of the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. As Jacob brought up last time, they're like who's the monster, who's the man? There's a couple of lines from out there that just get me every time. First of all, there's this horrible beginning where the uh the judge who is the what's he like the not the war the warden of the notre dame nanny <laughs> <laughs> yes that the is the legal guardian. Uh, guardian there we go the guardian mm. of of um quasimodo you know he's saying like the world is cruel cruel the world is wicked it's i alone you can trust in this whole city i'm your only friend like it's so sad and then quasimodo at the end he says um Oh, I got to think about this. Okay, so it says, they're heedless of the gift it is to be them. Mm. Like, if I was in their skin, I'd treasure every instant. Like, this idea, I don't know. It's just so good. However, I think that Disney is ultimately a child-centered corporation. You know, these are animated for a reason. And so I feel like ultimately Beauty and the Beast has captured the heart of children, even though Hunchback of Notre Dame, I feel like is all is a better adult story. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. You're right. I think the themes of Hunchback of Notre Dame and what comes across in the lyrics, a much deeper, more nuanced message than be our guest, have fun, have some beef ragu, cheese souffle. (laughs) Yeah. In a way, they're actually similar stories because it's about somebody who is ugly on the outside but has a beautiful heart on the inside, right? Like, that's actually what both of the stories are about. One is just for kids and one of them is for adults. I mean, I I don't think Belle's that ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I agree with you. So as much as it, like, hurts my heart, I feel like we have to give a little more credence to beauty and the beast a little more weigh it a little stronger because of the child factor yeah and and hopefully through this whole tournament we've given hunchback of notre dame enough shine and enough praise that people will maybe take a gander into the soundtrack which is almost impossible to find uh, on the internet (laughs) apparently disney has buried it away yeah i'll chime in here too and and say i'm ready to concede 
for two reasons. One, I feel like memorability is an important factor in songs. And for Be Our Guest to stand the test of time, you know, I feel like 98% of people, if you say, Be Our Guest, like they'll know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. And I will say, Bell, even though we're not talking about the remakes here, Bell stands up great in both the original and the remake. It's a fun visual to Jacob's point. You know, it, it feels like one of those scenes on, in a musical on stage where, you know, characters are throwing bread to each other and, mm-hmm. you know, interacting. And, and it is a lot of fun. And listening again to the Beauty and the Beast song, it is, it is a beautiful rendition. So I am ready to concede. All right. Let's have Beauty and the Beast advance. I want to note one really quick thing in here. I'm really excited. Somebody started, opened a musical for Hunchback where it's on stage. Oh. And that, I feel like, would be Mm. incredible. I would 100% go to Hunchback, the musical, over Beauty and the Beast, the musical, on stage, in my opinion. So I have hope for that in the future. Yeah. I would also have to exit during the Hellfire song because I feel like I would have nightmares. But yes, <laughs> I would love to see it on stage. Correct. <laughs> Which I will say, I, I watched Hunchback with my kids a few months ago. And that, that is terrifying. Like that song and the visuals yep. <laughs> during the movie. Yeah, like, correct. Not for children, I feel like. But anyway, our next matchup of the Crazy Eights, I'm just doing that to bother Nate, is <laughs> Cecily's Hercules versus Jacob's Pocahontas. Cecily, talk to us about Hercules. Well, Hercules is a unique story in that we start with a a lonely little boy. You know, Disney's mostly about girl stories. And so Hercules, this little boy, gets to shine. He falls from heaven and feels like so different from everyone else. So we start with Go the Distance as he wants just to belong to somebody, wants to feel like he has a family. And this song, thank you, Stephen. This is gorgeous. Let that swell. Let it swell. I'll just say those are French horns and they are incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. This So the beginning is this heartfelt, he's so lonely, he just wants to have a family, he wants to feel like, like he's not the weirdo. But this whole musical is sprinkled through with this unique and fabulous group of muses who can belt like nobody's business. These ladies are 10 times more talented than I will ever be. I got some serious hairspray vibes listening to that song. <laughs> it is, it's so fantastic. They have so much soul and so much spirit. The idea of these characters that are on the Greek vases to being the narrators of this whole story, are it's just fantastic. And they're sprinkled all the way through. However, their time to shine is Zero to Hero, where they ta- tell the tale of Hercules' rise to popularity. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to finish out my trio of music, there's Meg's 
uh, resistance. She wants, she's Miss Cool. She knows her past and all of her, the problems with men that she's had. And she's convinced herself this man's not for her and she's resisting it. But with the help of the muses, there's a, they, they supply the kind of background encouragement to convince her that she really is in love with him. Um, her voice is incredible. The muses are great support. It's just three incredibly solid songs. Unless you're dying to cry your heart out. I get some major Greece vibes from that yeah. one, little beauty school dropout. Yeah. I would say ABBA. Oh, ABBA, yeah. Oh, ABBA, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, it's a unique thing for Disney where just as we've, you know, a couple minutes ago have said Hunchback is the epitome of, you know, this Les Mis, Phantom of the Opera style musical. Um, Hercules is the exact opposite. This is Mamma Mia. This is mm. the pop musical that has the soft and tender-hearted, you know, desires of this young uh, outcast boy, but then also these powerhouse vocals from these amazing women in the pop style. So that is my uh, defense of Hercules. I hope you will vote for me. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, Jacob, you have a strong contender here in Pocahontas. Yeah, talk to us about it. Yeah, so that was that that was lovely. Um, but I want to I want to paint you a picture of an even better more powerful story and i'm and i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna paint oh steven i can i can say my own jokes oh my goodness i was all ready to paint with all the colors of the wind retake it retake it i actually feel bad about taking the joke (laughs) no let let his crime stand in the record let it be so i'm going to paint you a picture of this independent incredibly strong young woman who her entire life has has felt completely trapped in that she she has no uh choice in in anything and she's just always told um what to do and she has to fill a role and a path that she doesn't get to choose but she has this passionate adventurous uh spirit that uh, comes out in a really powerful way in just around the riverbend and you can like feel as she's uh going down those those rapids in the music as it moves and as it flows actually what i love most about rivers is you can't step in the same river twice the water's right, always the water's changing always, always changing. flowing oh that's good waiting just Those strings are yes. doing some work behind her. That's beautiful. I like the timpani. Boom, 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 yes, boom, yes, boom. Yeah. Yes. And then, yeah, I, I, I just love how, uh, how many places that that song takes you. It has the like those big highs, but then also like has those really cool mellow lows and that and that ending where she's she is trying to choose between what her heart is is feeling and. Uh, telling her, but there's also that choice to just do what what everyone expects of her and to choose the smoother course. Moving on, I won't uh, talk about this 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 song as as much because I, I did four and I think that it uh, speaks for itself. But Colors of the Wind is an incredible ballad and I think is a powerful and 
a, a timely message of what it can look like to see the world and everything around you uh, through someone else's eyes and to get a new perspective on all of life. Beautiful. You can own you can own the earth, but still all you own is earth is until mm. Oh yeah. So good. Power lines. I would like to just really quick insert here though. I often feel like the colors of the wind just totally dwarfs just around the river bend. Like it almost feels like just around the river bend. It's like an attempt well, that's to tr- you know what I mean? Like it's like no. they're like, Oh, the force <laughs> of the wind was so good. We gotta do one no. more. Objection, your honor. No arguing during the opening <laughs> statements. Thank you. That's not true, but I understand and I'm thankful <laughs> for your You're thankful for her opinion. I'm thankful All for right, your give, thoughts. But lies. Give us the thoughts on Savages. So here is here is a song that I think you would possibly not think to put in this uh trio. But I I wanna make a a pitch for it based off of uh, two things. One of them being, I think it is very meaningful to have a song that pits these two opposing sides who hate one another because they are different and they don't understand and they're filled with incredible fear. And what's really, I think, cool and probably purposeful about the visuals is that you have one side represented by the color red and the other by the color blue. And I don't know if you if anything comes to mind when you think of two opposing sides of hey, red. Hey, hey, no visuals here, bro. Blue. No visuals red, here. Oh, too late. Tenet. <laughs> Tenet. <laughs> and I think yeah, and then so I think that that just that like message of like you can feel that like hatred for like they are different from us, which means they can't be trusted. Like you can feel that like anger and that rage just based off of, I don't understand you. And then secondly, man, if only we could relate that to the real world. I know, right? It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. (laughs) And I think that, and just like how the song makes you feel when, when Pocahontas is running as fast as she possibly can to save the love of her life before he's murdered by her own father and and the music that just that goes with it like builds that intensity and that urgency in such a powerful way that you just you like feel as they're singing this like oh what's what what is what is going to happen and i i just think it's i just think it's used so effectively I just think, yeah, I think it accomplishes exactly what it sets out to do. All right, Stephen. Yes. You and I must decide here. Mm -hmm. Here's something I want to say. I think both of these, the music from these movies are incredible. Yes. I have to say that I am leaning towards Hercules. Hmm. And here is why. I listened to all these songs again this morning before we started recording. 
Zero to Hero was a song I played twice in a row. So when it comes to like playability and fun, I started that song over that has a quick piano slide in it. I started it right back. There's only one other song out of all of these that I played twice, and it comes from the movie Mulan later. But I think that the combination of Go the Distance, which I think is the most inspirational ballad song about I would go anywhere, I would do anything to feel like I belong, which is a a true longing of most people in this world, followed by Zero to Hero, which I think is one of the most fun songs other than maybe Make a Man Out of You in all of Disney. And then I Won't Say I'm in Love is okay, but I think it's fun enough to fill out the three. And I think those edge out Colors of the Wind, Just Around the River Bend, and Savages, I think the story of Pocahontas to me is more suspenseful and more I'm more emotionally invested in Pocahontas. But just music to music, I would give the slight edge to Hercules. What do you think, Stephen? I would actually stand to disagree. And while the music of Hercules is very fun, like we mentioned earlier, it does it is reminiscent of a lot of other music movies and styles and so does not feel wholly original you know it's taking genres and musical styles and repurposing them for the movie but like zero to hero like it sounds like hairspray or like it sounds like, like other a things. yeah track. it's a little tropey and that's okay because it's fun but just because it's fun i don't think it should get a pass if you look at originality i think pocahontas takes it with colors of the wind just around the river bend and someone like you a Enneagram 7, who loves fun and stuff. I could see why Hercules would be appealing. But the I think the emotional weight and inspiration of the Pocahontas songs edge out Hercules. And also the Go the Distance song is my favorite of the three from Hercules. If we talk about vocal strength of the lead, I feel like Judy Kuhn also takes it hmm. for the power of Colors of the Wind and Just Around the River Bend. And Savages, again, it has those heavy musical vibes And if we're putting savages against I Won't Say I'm in Love, I feel like Pocahontas takes it again. So for originality and vocal strength, inspiration level, you know, not judging the genres, but just judging the music of these movies, I feel like Pocahontas has the edge. Well, you are giving a lot of stock to originality. And I would say you're using originality, but it's really, there are many musical songs that sound very similar to Pocahontas. Hercules takes you know, notes from pop and from different musical styles. Right. I wouldn't say that Pocahontas is incredibly original. I think it just takes from a more classically musical vibe to it. I mean, it still can sound like other yeah, things. It sounds like other things, but it's inspirational lyrically. It's speaking important messages throughout the song. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like big musical numbers, but I think it also adds originality in lyric and in use and purpose in the movie and also Again, communicating things in real life. I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's Pocahontas, but I don't know uh, what to do now, Nate. Well, I think the next the next step is to see if either Jacob or Cecily, I know you guys brought these mm-hmm. into this tournament, but do either of you feel like the other one is a stronger, stronger selection of movies than yours? Anybody want to relent? Is that the term? Relinquish? Recant? <laughs> Secede? I mean, I love all three of the songs from Hercules, and I listen to those basically any any day. They're excellent. They're 
a lot of fun. Every time that I listen to Go the Distance, I wish that I was a tenor because I can't hit half the notes in that song. So, like, (laughs) a lot of, like, positive things that I enjoy. But the songs from Pocahontas have a kind of depth that I just, I don't, I think, I think takes it up kind of just to that next level. Hey, Jake. I was giving you guys an opportunity to recant, not yeah. to further and so, entrench your own opinion. Yeah, so I, I used that opportunity to actually just f- uh, further Pivot. my case as as one does in these in these kind of debates. So thank you for that opportunity. Thank you, Senator. Thank you. <laughs> oh my, Cecily, do you have do you feel like Pocahontas is stronger than Hercules? So it's I'm actually having this funny moment where I'm thinking, okay, the last movie, Beauty and the Beast versus Hunchback of Notre Dame, we gave a little bit more credence to Beauty and the Beast because Disney is at its core a corporation for children, you know, music for children. Mm-hmm. When you compare Hercules and Pocahontas, I kind of actually feel like Hercules is the more child-oriented. But yes. I do think that Pocahontas, if we're giving memorability I don't know if that's a word. If we're giving it being memorable more weight, then definitely Colors of the Wind. I did not remember anything more than Just Around the River Bend from that song. So not really memorability there, but Colors of the Wind for sure has is is very, very memorable. Right. So I mean maybe that one could be weighed more, but I I don't know. I think we're going I think it, mostly in this bracket, we are trying to go beyond just popularity. Because if we were doing popularity, right. then Moana, just like our Instagram poll, <laughs> would have crushed under its boot the Hunchback of Notre Dame. But we're trying to judge it by its, you know, how great a songs they are. No matter if everyone can sing them in the world. Much to my chagrin, as I tried to keep Moana alive. I think when it, if you were to rank these six songs... Just between these two movies, mm-hmm. I think Go the Distance and Colors of the Wind, I would say Colors of the Wind might be the best one of all of those six songs. And I will yeah. concede that for sure. And then I think Go the Distance and Zero to Hero are the next two strongest songs. Mm. And then, so like, I think they get two and three. And then I would go to Just Around the River Bend. Uh, I won't say I'm in love, and then Savages at the end, which Savages is a great part of that movie and great tension, but I don't want to sit down and listen to Savages, even though I know maybe every line from that. No, I just say, I like how you broke that down, saying what are the top three songs and which movie has two out of those three? As you were describing that, I'm in agreement. Colors of the Wind is number one. Go the Distance and Zero to Hero is two and three. And if that is the deciding factor... I think we go with Hercules. Okay. Nate, do you agree? I'm down. All right. Well, Jacob, a valiant effort. Thank you. Like Nate said the last time, this is when I would love people on the internets to rise up and <laughs> yes. do and it. set the world on fire. Please. Thank you. We will surely be doing another Instagram poll. And so, listeners, you can write this wrong if you feel like it was wrong <laughs> on our Instagram at Moves on the Side. But Hercules moves on. Next. In our crazy eights, it is my choice of Aladdin versus Nate's Little Mermaid. I almost didn't go back to listen to these songs because they are so ingrained in my head. But I did, per uh, Nate's instruction, a little a little uh, passive-aggressively telling our group text. <laughs> I think it was just aggressive-aggressive. <laughs> it was actually just aggressive-aggressive. <laughs> but I have to say that even listening back, it brings a certain amount of joy and nostalgia and 
re-listenability, if we want to find even more ways to say that term. <laughs> and let me just say, Friend Like Me, Robin Williams, is an incredibly fun song. Say what you wish, it's yours, true dish, about a little more I could still sing that entire song <laughs> verbatim, whenever called upon. And then Prince Ali, again, huge song. Lots of fun. We're not talking about the visuals, but we all know what they are. <laughs> and cool. A Whole New World, as one of the incredible duets, you know, a lot of the power ballads we have in our list here are individuals or maybe individuals plus group or chorus, but as a duet, A Whole New World is just beautiful. Again, when we talk about recognizability, if to make up another word, the Be Our Guest from Beauty and the Beast, I feel like A Whole New World from Aladdin is one of those songs that 99% of people know and enjoy. And if it's playing, you listen and you enjoy it. But when I'm way up here, it's crystal clear that now I'm in a whole new world with you. Now I'm in a whole new world with you. Unbelievable side. I didn't plan that moment, but that was a perfect... Hmm. Uh, place to play that song. I'm just That's saying. convenient for your own movie. It's amazing how he always <laughs> finds like you had that the right spot for his songs. songs. Here. I'll play them all. <laughs> so I feel like we can. I can defend it more later, but I feel like Aladdin is such a strong contender uh, that I'll just leave it at that. And Nate, I will let you speak of The Little Mermaid. All right, everyone. Little Mermaid. It's the last movie that I have alive <laughs> in this bracket. I listen- Do not sway it, Yana. Yana, <laughs> objection. <laughs> Leading uh, the vote. witness. <laughs> yeah, redact that. that no that wasn't pity. Part of the decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No pity votes. Okay. I listened to the Little Mermaid songs again this morning because, like Steve and I, thought that they were kind of all ingrained in my mind. But I heard them again, and I want to start off by saying I think that these three songs from Little Mermaid have some of the best voice acting while singing of almost any of these Disney songs. We'll start with Jody Benson and Part of Your World. She says near the beginning, look at this stuff, isn't it neat? Don't you think my collection... Wouldn't you say I'm the girl, the girl who has everything? I got gadgets and gizmos. Blah, 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 blah. You want thingamabobs? Sure, I've got plenty. If we could hear that clip near the beginning of this, she does some smiling, self-deprecating tones while singing. I don't exactly know how she comes across so vulnerable. Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the girl, the girl who has everything? She does some talking while singing that is not replicable. It is, have you ever tried to karaoke part of your world and you get to like... No, no one's ever done that. (laughs) They're walking around on what's those words again? feet and it never quite sounds as sweet and tender as how jody benson does it that's because her acting while singing is i mean that's why jody benson's done a ton of disney voices she's amazing in that secondly under the sea has be our guest type level fun Mm -hmm. i will also give a little plug here for under the sea has some of the most clever closing lines my favorite one is, what have they got? A lot of sand. We got a hot crustacean band. Mm, yes. I love these Hardly lines. Me. All of the incorporations <laughs> of the animals. Each little clam here know how to jam here. I love all that stuff at what the end. We got a lot of sand. We got a hot 
That riff is also just as memorable as any line from that. I have to say right here, the seaweed is always greener in somebody else's lake. Mm. I did not realize until yesterday that that is a reference to like the grass is greener right? <laughs> you know, on the right. other side of the fence, that yeah. this is like the, the sea equivalent. And that, it made me chuckle how witty that was. And then finally, Poor Unfortunate Souls by Pat Carroll. This is, in my opinion, the best villain song. She goes from a low <laughs> to, ah, way up here. And body language. <laughs> it is. J- give, me, give me a little taste of it, Stephen. Made a switch, true, yes. <laughs> and I fortunately know a little magic. magic. It's a talent that I always have possessed. And here lately, please don't laugh. I use it on behalf of the miserable, lonely, and depressed. Pathetic. Pathetic. Okay, so she has this amazing vocal quality, this breathy low notes, but also this kind of whiny little high notes. It has these dancing oboe and uh, woodwind like trills behind it. And then it moves to like this deep organ part later on in the song. I would like to direct you all to the very end before she begins her magic. She says something about take a goblet, take a breath and take a breath and sign the scroll. My sweet, you've got to pay the toll. Take a gulp and take a breath and go ahead and sign the scroll. Flot some jets and now I've got her, boys. The boss is on a roll. This poor unfortunate soul. Oh, man. That the word flotsam and jetsam in there is pretty good. <laughs> I'll give him that. Yes. So I'm just going to say that is, I think, it's the best villain song, in my opinion. Her she's able to sing but also have this perfect villainous you know quality to her it's a reprehensible sound and song but also delightfully wicked before we hear from our judges because Nate got to play all three of his songs i will say match them up next to each other friend like me versus under the sea i want to make sure we don't fall into a familiarity hole that just because friend like me is the super i don't know well known popularist robin williams I still believe it is a strong song. So Under the Sea versus Friend Like Me, Part of Your World versus A Whole New World, and then Poor Unfortunate Souls versus Prince Ali. Again, let's just hear a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. It was that was queued up perfectly. <laughs> no, I'm just I, I'm screwed, I'm screwed. I know the song well. I know the song well. Yeah, that's a, that's a great song. Thank you. Let us hear from our judges, mm. Cecily. What are your thoughts? So my thoughts about this is when I listened again um, to doing my homework. Yeah, there wasn't much from Aladdin I needed to rehear to love again. It all of those songs are so good. I I did have a moment definitely when I started Little Mermaid that I thought. Man, I thought that this song was better. 
Oh, <laughs> thank you. The, uh, I want to be where the people are. As While I do agree with you, Nate, that sh- the actress playing it does an incredible job, I, I definitely felt like um, less exciting than I remembered, which is odd. Usually when you re-listen to a Disney song, you're like, oh, man, I forgot about this choral part and this mm. orchestral you know, interlude, like, oh, man, this is just incredible. I definitely felt like wah-wah a little bit with that I want to be where the people are. And uh, can, I, can I say something real quick? Nope, nope. Real quick. Let me finish. And then, <laughs> yeah. but, but when I got to Poor Unfortunate Souls, I get, I, uh, I'm a poor listener to soundtracks. I'm a, I'm a common skipper of songs. So this would ten, tend to be one that I would normally skip, but I sat down and listened to it from beginning to end. And I thought, this is the best villain song that Disney's ever done mm-hmm. because they typically go too scary. You know, mm-hmm. they go now be prepared is a little, it's, it's a little more, um, fun loving, but like the one from Tiana, uh, the Tiana, the princess and the frog, that one is super scary. The, um, like you were saying, hell, is it called hellfire from hunchback yes. of Notre Dame? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way too scary. Uh, yeah. Also, Hercules, the one where the um, the god of the underworld is. Hades. Hades, when he's singing. Th- th- those are all like, they go too far. And I feel like Poor Unfortunate Souls, now the visuals on the screen are probably a little too frightening for a lot of little kids. But the song itself is not, it, it fits that that line. Just it, it rides that line so perfectly of like sufficiently creepy, but not... Like, oh, whoa, Disney. Like, mm. calm it down a bit. That was That's going a little too far for a child's movie. Like, I actually really appreciated Poor Unfortunate Souls. Okay, Nate, now you can go. I'm with you on Part of Your World doesn't have, like, an amazing swelling. Like, I think Whole New World is better from, like, a, a musical perspective. But I did notice that this time, listening through it, it does have the feeling of, like, a young girl dreaming of doing something that she's been told that she can't. And this kind of, uh, it actually reminded me of areas in the world where women can't be educated to a certain degree, but desire to go and like go to university and, and like be able, you know, learn more, learn it just as much as the, the boys in their community. And I think I kind of got an extra as an adult, an extra vibe of her feeling like, you know, I want as, you know, I dream just as much as the, the boys in my area. So I was just giving you a little a little taste of that as <laughs> That an was adult. a nice attempt. If only yes, Ariel's yes. main <laughs> mission was to join no, the okay. human world yeah. as an equal Agreed. instead of just Agreed. joining Agreed. the Agreed. human Agreed. world for just a boy. Get a man. The, the movie... The movie objection, does not, Nate. Object, objection, Nate. You are interrupting. The movie and not does not. Jacob yeah. a moment. <laughs> no, objection. Appeal to emotion. Towards objection. That straw theme man. But the, objection. The song sustained. is about that Jacob, theme. please. Jacob, please. The, give the, the song is about <laughs> that. The movie is not. The movie is lacking. Objection. Desperately trying to recover. Oh boy. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do believe that I agree with everything that Cecily just said one of the things that i i wrestled with aladdin um is that this the song a friend like me it feels like it is it is lacking when you don't include the visuals for instance there are many parts of the song where he says or when when he asks can your friend do this and then there's that like Hmm. that little riff as you're meant to be like 
watching something really fun and really cool. And so it's just like, I mean, in my head, I can't, it's hard to like... Not see that. Yeah, to like not see those visuals. But like just like thinking about it, like would I ever choose to just listen to the song and not like want to actually watch what's happening? That's, I don't, I don't actually, I don't actually know. But I do feel like Prince Ali, I think I'm such a sucker for big chorus numbers and like having a big chorus piece that also includes uh key changes just like it just makes my Mm. heart happy Mm -hmm, and i don't mm -hmm. think that there's anywhere in in the songs for the little mermaid that have that that same like big epic uh feel to it i think there's even a triple key change in it i'm trying to think through it it goes (laughs) it keeps uh, just keep going up with loyalty to ali prince ali Prince yes. Ali, mighty is he, Ali about. Like, I think it does a triple key change. Yeah. It's just incredible. It does. It, it does. Is. Yeah. Yes. But I also completely agree that Poor Unfortunate Souls, as a villain song, is just spectacular. It just, it's so well done to have that kind of like happy yet also uh, creepy kind of feel to it that it just, it just, yeah, it, it mixes all of those, um, all of the, those feelings super well. Okay, so let's match up these songs. Mm-hmm. So let's mm-hmm. do... Top three. Are we going to do Under the Sea and Prince Ali together, Jacob? Which ones do you want to put together? Yeah, I would say, yeah, that, that sounds like that makes sense. And then Whole New World against Part of Your World. Part of Your World, okay. And then Poor Unfortunate Souls versus Friend Like yeah. Me. Is that fine? Yeah. Do, do you, as the contestants, wish to rearrange that? You think there would be a better way to, put, to match those up against each other? I think part of your world is my weakest song. So whatever one I'd like to put that against <laughs> Steven's strongest song, so that it can just lose that one. Oh, buddy. Okay, so I think that Four Unfortunate Souls would beat Friend Like Me probably mm-hmm. as just a song, like yeah. you were saying. I, I um, so. Though it is so good, and like Steven, I could speak, you know, I could rattle off almost all the lyrics to Friend Like Me. I do think Four Unfortunate Souls is, is just a better song. But I think A Whole New World definitely beats part of your world, mm-hmm. in my agree. opinion. Also, like, Disney duets like this, where mm. it's not just, like, one person sings most of the song and someone comes in a little bit. These are, like, genuinely sharing the song. Yeah. It's rare. And it this really is... Good I mean, it's good harmonies in there. Yes, it's great. Yeah, so then Prince Ali versus Under the Sea. What's your thoughts? Oh, see, I think that I think that I would have said Under the Sea, but, like re-listening to Prince Ali that just makes me feel more things so I think Mm -hmm. I would I think I would pick that one (laughs) and there it is (laughs) sorry just fingers fingers slipped oh my word yeah I think don't worry under the under the sea finale is coming in soon for sure (laughs) yeah under the sea is super delightful Mm -hmm. great bringing in of kind of a different genre this like fun Caribbean vibe yeah it's a it's an it's an excellent song it's a a ton of fun but the big part of prince ali genuinely gives me chills Mm. so i think i think i have to uh, go with that Okay, I'll agree with you. I think Aladdin, overall, better music than Little Mermaid. All right. 
trying so hard to contain my excitement. Sad, but I would agree. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Nate. That's Tough a hard but one. fair. <laughs> Tough but fair. Good battle, Nate. All right. The final matchup in the Elite Eight is Mulan from Jacob versus the Lion King from Cecily. Jacob, talk to us about Mulan. Yeah, so let's just uh, begin with the opening song that I picked, uh, Honor to Us All. I think I think that when a uh, Disney songs can do exposition and just uh, setting up a uh, culture and a uh, time frame that makes you feel like you're a part of that world, I think this that song is done really well. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. It's got... Um, really funny stuff as you're hearing <laughs> and even you can't blow it yeah it's just a it's a it's just fun a great opening piece that just has you feel this um young woman who just really wants to make her uh family proud even though she doesn't feel like she she fits in and she's just not quite like everyone else um moving on to i think this is the song that nate mentioned earlier that he uh, listened to twice but make a man out of you oh what a what fun 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 song that i think adds it's a it's a combination of like you can feel this drama and intensity but also it's really funny and has just um like it has lyrics of basically him like making I'm fun of the catch my breath say <laughs> goodbye to those who knew me He just likes it because it's baritone. Make <laughs> like a man out of you. Did they send me daughters when I asked for sons? That's a great line. You're unsuited for <laughs> the rage of war. <laughs> so pack up, go home, this go home. Just become a Mulan sing along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. It's it is a song that I don't really uh, get tired of. And then also like I don't know if this perhaps this doesn't count as a as part of it, but like can you not feel all of the feelings of when she's she has worked so hard to uh climb up that big uh post thing and she makes it up there and it's and like as the song uh continues like these troops who just uh started off like not being able to do anything right and they're just a hot mess like become really cool but that's not really yeah, a, you're leaning a, pretty hard into the visuals again Yana, Yana, strike Yana. And then last but not least, the deepest, most epic, heartfelt uh, Disney ballads, I think, that exists. Reflection. You can feel, like, all of this pain of this, when when she sees herself, she's just feels in 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 her soul that's like she is not enough, that, like, something's wrong, that she, she isn't who she wants to be and she isn't she isn't the person who um can actually her family proud and you can you can feel that that angst in both the words and so this is this is sung by Leia Salanga who has this incredible Disney voice um and you can yeah you just feel all the all the feels Cecily, 
your turn. I do just want to really quickly try to play a little clip from you when I was making my playlist on Amazon Music for this this challenge. I started uh, through my songs and listening to the car, jamming along, and this is what I accidentally came up with. Apparently, there's a Japanese version on Amazon. (laughs) So listen, on Apple Music, when you search for Mulan soundtrack, that's the default. And so I had those three songs in the playlist. And as I was doing my homework, (laughs) listening through everything, I said, was this movie captioned? (laughs) Was this movie in subtitles the entire time? Man, that would have been ahead of its time in 98 or whenever this It would have been. I was like, wow, this is serious. But anyway. I was like, oh, man, I never thought about someone working hard with these Japanese singers to create the Japanese version of Mulan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But moving on, moving on to a Disney musical that has had such universal acclaim that it has been modified and has been uh, changed from its original format to fit a Broadway stage. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Lion King. This this opening number, you guys. I cried on sitting in those Broadway seats to hear the circle of life you guys this song i i honestly think it's probably one of the top three disney songs ever circle of life Yeah, you guys were talking a lot about Bells of Notre Dame as like the best intro song, and I quietly was just thinking to myself, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, let me remind you all, let me remind you all. <laughs> Do you hear the high notes? Do you hear it? Oh man, it's so good. It keeps going. It's still going. This doesn't make me want to watch a movie. <laughs> but it's beautiful. But it anyway. isn't about the movie. It's about the song. That's about right. The song. Thank you, Jacob. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Continue I do have to say, I, I that was what I chose to listen to on the way this morning is the best oh! Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But, but back to our movie. Yes. That single note ah, to start out this movie. Ah, oh, my word, you guys. Yes. Then the chorus comes in. Oh, man, you guys. That's pretty good. You just cannot get songs like this. Oh, my word. Um, A song that, an opening number like that, that translates so beautifully onto this Broadway stage, that that just shows you like how strong of a number this is. So that is my number one. I feel like hardly anything needs to be said about it because it is just so renowned. It's so fantastic. It has... All of these incredible elements with bringing in, um, I'm assuming it's Swahili as the the language, the, the chosen language that they they brought in. Swahili in this background. Oh my word! It's just so so incredible. Um, then we move on to Hakuna Matata, which is our comedy song. What would a Disney movie be without a comedy song? Just so much goofiness, delight, but yet also this fantastic trio between Pumbaa, Timon, and Simba. Oh, Not in front of the kids. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's that part joke. I still smile at that part, though. Pretty funny. (laughs) So much comedy, so much fun. 
Mm-hmm. There wasn't much harmony in that section, but it's it's delightful. Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. And then ending out with another huge chorus song. Now, are the lyrics of this song super strong? No, they are not. However, I am here for the last about 30 to 45 seconds of this song um, when all of the animals broke in. Let's, the lyrics are, let's hear it on the herd and on the wing. And it's going to be King Simba's finest fling. Yes! There we go. That bass riff there at the end was pretty sweet. And then you get a little animal sounds going on. Yeah, that part of that song, every time, I mean, I am belting that in my car, top of my lungs, love that song. So uh, we have the heartfelt and moving circle of life, and then two songs of just delightful comedy, fun, and uh, joy, the joy that uh, children just love to, to see in, and hear in a Disney movie. So that is The Lion King. All right, Nate. I know one of your contentions with Cecily's song choices was leaving out Can You Feel the Love Tonight. So, Nate, what are your thoughts on these two movie songs here? Uh, I'm I'm really conflicted here because I think Circle of Life, as Cecily said, is one of the top songs in Disney canon. Mm -hmm. It's just amazing. Mm -hmm. I actually think... I'm not a huge Hakuna Matata fan. Mm. I'm just going to say it right now. Like, I think it's fine and comedic. I Yeah, Hakuna Matata is not my favorite. I think I would have... Can You Feel the Love Tonight plus Can't Wait to Be King plus yeah. Circle of Life, mm. I think, are the strongest three. But that's just personal preference. I'm just not yeah, a huge yeah. Hakuna Matata. Maybe that's the child inside me died a little or something like that. <laughs> um, that's me, Nate. That's my job. Oh, yeah, you're right. Lion King is all very good. I will have to say, in Mulan, I think reflections... Is it just one reflection or how many reflections? One reflection. I think it's just one, yeah. Re- yeah okay, one reflection. I think reflection plus uh, make a man out of you, those two are amazing. Uh, again, the third song there, bring honor to us all. I'm more of a fan of a girl worth fighting for, for a third song. So like, I think both of these have strong two out of three and the third ones are not my favorite, which actually makes them easier to compare. I will listen to make a man out of you every day, any day of the week. It is both silly and it's, it brings up the fun irony of Mulan as a woman, and they're all talking about being a man. So there's that, like, there's some interesting parts there. But it's also inspiring, and it really makes me want to be as swift as the coursing river with all the force <laughs> of a great typhoon. Uh, and reflection is really great. So I am truly conflicted at the moment. I think if Can You Feel the Love Tonight was in there, mm. I think I would be tipping towards Lion King. But right now, I am right on the. The razor's edge. Steven, what do you think? I will just say, I feel like Can You Feel the Love Tonight is one of the strong Lion King songs, but I really do like Hakuna Matata, unlike Nate. I feel like as a You have a childlike soul, Steven. Maybe. I don't know. My soul is pretty old. But anyway, 
you're known for being kind of a fun-loving. Maybe because it is it is what my soul desires, Nate. Mm. But I like the it means no worries for the rest of our days. So I like Hakuna Matata. Mulan, I have not seen the movie all the way through. I did listen to these songs multiple times. And from the perspective of memorability and stick with you-ness, upon just a couple listenings right now, none of them really stick super strong with me. What? Looking looking at the I'm sorry, I, and and just listening to Steven, you you listen to Make a Man Out of You for like the very first time as an adult. You didn't feel anything, or is it have we just been bamboozled by childhood listening to that song? I enjoyed the song, but like, okay, again, let me just breathe, just very quickly. Listen to this next part. Listen to this bass line move up. That's cool. I would say the the strings the strings are doing more in their flurries, which I enjoy. But I don't know. I don't. I guess I don't feel like I don't have a visual with this song, so I don't know what it's portraying. Just on the face of it, like the lead singer, it's kind of like. It's Donny Osmond. Donny Osmond is just meant to you? In that moment that I just played, like, listen to this thing again. Like, I don't know. I just... Like, <laughs> I don't know, okay. Stephen. I think, like, like last week, you are not helping your case. You are further showing me how delightful this song is. <laughs> I think our... Well, anyway... I'm going to say I would go with The Lion King overall. Nate, do you disagree? Do we have to go to a top three? Or will you say you would also vote for The Lion King overall? Let's just real quick talk about the top songs from these. Because I think Circle of Life is at the precipice, correct? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Okay. I agree. I think Reflection is right underneath it. Yes, I agree. I enjoyed that song. In my opinion, Make a Man Out of You is in line with that. But I know that that's not as delightful of a song for you yeah and then i think just can't wait to be king hakuna matata i think bring honor to us all is at the very bottom does that sound fair are jacob and i allowed to vote because i would actually also vote for man command out of you as number three even though like really yeah i would now you understand cecily if that is the case i understand i understand you understand the ramifications (laughs) of this decision love mulan okay Mm. so even though i would say circle of life 100 percent top three maybe even best disney song ever perhaps i do think that those two mulan songs are the next two over all the rest of lion king songs okay well i feel like when a contestant votes for the opposite movie jake what do you think we're all go- we're gonna all higgledy piggledy here. <laughs> i completely agree with everything that's being said are we gonna have mulan beat lion king i guess so i mean you you feel that way. Cecily feels that way. Obviously, Jacob does. I'm I'm I really am conflicted because I really think like bring honor to us all is not my like. I love those top two songs so much. I don't know. There's better chorus in The Lion King, but I think that the overall songs are more fun in Mulan. Can you feel? If I didn't choose that song. Love. I didn't I choose that we song. Can't, okay, we okay. can't yeah, sway yeah. your opinion. Yana, strike that song. <laughs> Pretend that Elton John never sang it. Yeah, I'm gonna go Mulan. All right, I'm, I'll vote for Mulan. Mulan advances to the final wow. four. The final four. Instagram's gonna get us. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I think there's gonna be some Lion King fans that are gonna rise up. But anyway, in this final four matchup, two fights: Beauty and the Beast versus Hercules. And Aladdin 
versus Mulan. Okay, everyone, I think here's how we should do this. Yes. Let's for a second. We're down to the final four. You guys all did great. I didn't get any any <laughs> movies in this top four, but you all did. I need you all to... This is for the people now. Yes. Think less about what movie you brought in and think about being speakers of the people and speakers mm. of truth when it comes to these movies. I really want all four of us to... Put aside your bias mm. and really let's figure out the best one. Is that possible? Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if that's the case then, Beauty and the Beast versus Hercules. Well, why don't we just quickly, let's go around the horn, as they say in sports ball. Nate, which one would you put on top? I like Hercules better mm. than Beauty and the Beast. I mean, if we're going to if we're gonna just kind of behead kings and queens around here, <laughs> like we just did with Lion King... You have the, the clip ability here for just a second. Yes. This is a weird thing that I noticed, but play the very beginning of Bell, the very first note, how that song starts. Okay, now play the very beginning of I Won't Say I'm In Love. If there's a prize for rotten judgment. Oh my goodness. Wow. Man, Nathan Baranowski, well done. I don't done. have a perfect pitch, but when I hear uh, when I hear the same note starting both, I think somebody at Disney was like, why don't we hit him with that Bell song for the beginning of this? <laughs> well, then shouldn't Bell have the upper hand because it was first? I think Bell is, well, yes. I guess Bell used that one note on the <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, first. if you want to talk about which, which yeah, song yeah, is yeah. stealing ideas from the other. I think Zero to Hero and Go the Distance, like I said before, are amazing. And I won't say I'm in love is also very good. I Maybe I have a little bit of Beauty and the Beast fatigue, mm. but I think Hercules is more fun. And I know that I'm just one of four, but that's my thought. I just it's It's hard for me to hear from the man who literally played the role of the beast in <laughs> in high school not vote for Beauty and, and the Beast. Just, the but he doesn't have his Beast song I in this I one. Saw. Right. right? Isn't in the high school musical it has has a better Beast song, right? Yeah. No, I had to use the Broadway Beast song yeah. which is not as good, I think, as the new Evermore song from the new Beauty and the Beast. Mm. So I'm okay. a little salty about it. And also, I could not reach an F to save my life back in the day. So there's a lot of a lot of problems there. So Nate has voted for Hercules. Jacob, obviously, you have some partiality. But if you could, from an objective standpoint, choose one over the other, Jacob, what would you say? Yeah. So I actually, when when Nate said that we should be thinking of like speaking for the people, I actually thought that that was going to be his argument for choosing. Yeah for, yeah, for picking that over Hercules because I. I feel like every every ounce of yeah my right, being right. says like that is speaking for the people is my Beauty head says Beauty and the Beast for the people my heart says Hercules because it's the underdog here and I love the songs more but we're voting for but you're we're right voting. the 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 people I guess would say Beauty and the Beast but I want to convince the people I think maybe Nate. <laughs> <laughs> choose one if we were convincing the people then Hunchback should have stayed in. <laughs> Right. You couldn't convince me, and I'm one of the people. Well, yeah. (laughs) Nate, Nate, do you stand by? Nate, do you stand by Hercules, or are you changing your vote? No, I will say I will say Hercules right now. Jacob, Uh, Beauty and the Beast, please. Cecily, obviously you're partial in this round, but Uh, I I feel like it has to be Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. As much as I love Hercules, I feel like it uh, just has to be Beauty and the Beast. 
I also agree. Again, be our guest. We've talked about it already, but the memorability of that song is pretty strong. And Angela Lansbury, I think, wins it out. I feel like Beauty and the Beast, I vote for it, should move on. Yeah, I'm not sad. Beauty and the Beast, did, didn't Beauty and the Beast win Best Picture? It was at least nominated. Like the best, it won Best Picture, like of all the movies, I think. Or maybe it was just nominated. It won Best Original Score, Best Picture in 1992. No, it was a nominee in 1992 for Best Picture. Yeah, but okay. it won Best anyway, Original Score. It won yeah. Best Original Score. All right. Then, Aladdin versus Mulan in this round. I am partial. And again, I've spoken about I don't know Mulan very well, so I'll defer to the three of you. But obviously, I, I feel like Aladdin has it. But, Cecily, what would you say, Aladdin versus Mulan? Um, I think when comparing these two, I think I have to go with Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Nate? I think the people say Aladdin, and I again, my heart says Mulan. There is another world where Hercules and Mulan go against each other in the final two, but I'm going to say I was outvoted mercilessly in the last one, so I will say Aladdin. All right. And Jacob? Yeah, I think, I think that I would say that Mulan is a, a better movie, I would argue for, but I think in terms of the songs that we are pitting against one another, I think I would also vote Aladdin. All right. So if Aladdin advances, our championship fight is against Beauty and the Beast versus Aladdin. Nate, versing these two song choices, what do you say wins out? I am going to say that I think Beauty and the Beast beats Aladdin. And here is one thing, and it's a little blasphemous, but... Aladdin, two out of those three songs, Rise and Fall with Robin Williams. And while Robin Williams is great, you can get a little Robin Williams fatigue, and he can sometimes be a little much for re-listenability. So I think for two out of three songs being Robin Williams, I get a little bit tired every once in a while. And I think Beauty and the Beast, as far as the three songs, is more well-rounded mm-hmm. than Aladdin. I think Tale as Old as Time or Beauty and the Beast. Belle is in a, a great exposition slash musical setup. I think right below Circle of Life for the best kind of intro songs. Mm-hmm. And then Be Our Guest is fun. I mean, it's just a fun... I think it has, as they say in the draft, it checks all the boxes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, w- I do want to say we're not using this criteria in judging, but if we look at the bullpen of both of these movies... As far as songs unused, I would like to remind our judges that Arabian Nights and One Jump from the original Aladdin, there was just so many other good songs, I could not use those. So I also know there's some songs not used in Beauty and the Beast. But I think Beauty and the yes. Beast has some. Gaston, yeah. Mob yeah, Song. Yeah, but anyway. And somewhat kind, but he was mean, he was coarse and unrefined. Okay, and well, maybe I just hurt dear. my cause. All right, and so, so Nate sure. says. She glanced this way. I thought I saw. Nate says Beauty and the Beast. When we touched, she didn't shudder at my paw. Nate, I thought you were saying your battery was almost dead. You're the one here (laughs) filling time, (laughs) singing these random songs. It is, 19%. Okay, so Nate says Beauty and the Beast. Jacob, I also say Beauty and the Beast. I think that Aladdin, If as I had said earlier, I think that that the visuals are such an important part of... Some of those songs, I think that if you don't have, if you don't take those in, into account, I just, I don't think that it can hold up. All right, Cecily, what do you think? Oh, okay. Let me look at these songs again. My original gut. I'm really afraid you guys were going to have a 50-50 split. Okay. So here we go. That's fine. Aladdin. It's very epic. Friend Like Me, A Whole New World, Prince Ali. Okay. Then we're going 
Beauty and the Beast, classic, the, the title track, Be Our Guest and Belle. We've got to go head to head with these. Be Our Guest is better than Friend Like Me. Mm-hmm. A Whole New World. Which one are we going? Whole New World versus... Beauty and the Beast. I Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I think A Whole New World is better than Beauty and the Beast. Mm. But Prince Ali versus Belle. I think though Prince Ali has like amazing choruses, like the choral parts are five star. Belle is probably a more interesting song. It has more going on. Prince Ali is like one thing, basically like... Robin Williams. Love this guy. <laughs> yes. Robin Williams saying, love this dude. Like, make him famous. Like, that's the one thing he's saying the whole time. I need six Why don't we call this song Love This Dude? Be Our Guest is better than Friend Like Me. So that one to Beauty and the Beast. A Whole New World is better than Beauty and the Beast. One. Okay. I want to live. But Belle is better than Prince Ali. Uh, play a clip from Belle. I need, like, towards the end. Musical theater. I love it. It's musical theater. Yeah. Okay. Okay. As I love Prince Ali so much for the chorus parts, but Belle also presents very good choral numbers with better, like better storytelling. There's more going on. Mm. So I guess Beauty and the Beast gets it from me. Then we have crowned our champion of the epic Disney song bracket. Beauty and the Beast wins the top spot. Wait, just just right off the cuff, just because if we feel kind of gold, silver, and bronzy here, if we went Beauty and the Beast, gold, Aladdin, silver, which one would you take, Hercules or Mulan, for the bronze? Everyone's quick thoughts? Mulan. I think Mulan, yeah. Yeah, same. Okay. Mulan gets Very good. the bronze medal. Uh, but it makes me mad that Jacob won two out of three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had the pick. Congratulations, oh. everyone. I Congratulations to Beauty and the Beast... For being crowned our best Disney movie by song. All right. And listeners, we will do another Instagram poll. If you feel like this was not the right uh, choice, we'd love to hear from you. (laughs) Watch for the polls, and we'd love to hear your feedback. But add Movies on the Side on Instagram. Support the show at patreon.com slash movies on the side. Give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And as we always say, remember who you are. You have destroyed Lion King way before it's time. (laughs) (laughs) I will come back for you, Simba, with the vengeance.